Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This episode is part of a very special series I have curated for you. Your level of emotional intelligence is one of the most significant contributors to your success in life, however you choose to define success for you. In my emotional intelligence workshops, I use the EQI 2.0 model to help professionals and leaders assess how they are doing in self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management, the main areas of the model. The model contains 15 competencies grouped into each of the areas I just mentioned. You can learn more about the model at mhs.com. So what is so special about this series? Each episode is a deep dive into a competency from the model with an expert who provides you with strategies for improving your emotional intelligence. In this episode, Harris Fanaroff shares tips for improving one's impulse control. Harris serves as the Director of Client Relationships and Leadership Coach at OKA. Harris was drafted by the Washington Nationals out of high school and played college baseball at Lehigh University prior to getting into this leadership development work. Welcome, Harris. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. I'm excited to be here and to talk with you today. Awesome. Well, this is your second episode of the the model that we're working our way through. For those that didn't listen to the first episode, can you share a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for asking. So my name is Harris Vanneroff. I am Director of Client Relationships here at, at OKA. Uh, OKA or Otto Kroger Associates, we're a, a training, consulting, leadership development firm in the Washington, D.C. area. And we've been around since 1977, started our, our first uh, what we first did was we were the first organization in the world actually to certify on the Myers-Briggs type indicator, have since mm. evolved to now certifying on a number of different tools, one of which that I'm excited to talk with you about is the EQI 2.0 and emotional intelligence. Awesome. Well, and today we're focusing on impulse control, which is something that I've been working on. <laughs> Yeah. I love shiny objects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I so, get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll both work through this together. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so first of all, what is impulse control in regards to emotional intelligence and why is it important for us to care? Yeah, absolutely. So how I think about impulse control is your ability to take in data, take in information and pause before reacting and, and going after it. So that is not necessarily the specific definition of it, but that's how I like to think about it. I like it. And in the sense of emotional intelligence, it's, it's really important. When we think about, we all know that leader, uh, whether we worked with them or worked uh, for them, who gets it and just runs and goes and does it. It's like, did we actually pause and think about what we were going to do or say before like, we went? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> did we recognize the emotion that we were feeling before we went and freaked out? Uh, and so being intentional about impulse control, really, really important for us, not just as leaders, but for as, uh, as sons, as spouses, as, uh, as brothers, as sisters, as everything. It's just so important for us to, to pause and make sure that we are showing up the way that we want to show up. I like thinking about it as a pause. And that almost makes it more uh, digestible when you're working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. And it can be, I mean, like 
there's a lot of times when we're going to want to just run and go after. And so how can we kind of spot what those moments are? A lot of times it can be around uh, anger. So something really triggers us that email that we get that we're just, and that's a lot of ones that I, that I get when I'm working with individuals. They get that email that they fire off the angry email back. And it's like, this is a great time to use our (laughs) impulse control and think about, is that what we want that person to kind of take away from this? Or would it be better to sit with this email for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, take a walk around the block, things like that, so that we are showing up as the best version of ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> so taking that moment to pause, um, is there a way, how, how can you best train yourself to think about even pausing? Because I know that can be t- trouble, right? If you're just, just going right in uh, subconsciously or unconsciously, or it, how can you consciously focus on pausing? So I like to think about it in what are situations when you tend to be impulsive? What are situations when you tend to just go? And starting to journal around that, what are situations when your emotions get the best of you and impulse control can serve you? And so when we start to figure out what those are, we have a better sense of when we need to pause because there are times when it actually might be helpful to have low impulse control. I would argue in that you don't always want to pause and take it's like do you have do you express any emotion it's like like people need to see you in order to be genuine but are there times yeah. when it can really harm you and get in your way and so when i'm working with individuals on this a lot of that revolves around when does it get in your way around just jumping and going after it and so yeah. what are those opportunities for you to journal and become intentional about working on this so um, what i'm hearing is identifying your triggers essentially and then deciding how you can strategically use them, use your powers for good. Exactly. <laughs> and I, and I want to, uh, I'm going to throw the question back to you, Chris, because I know you mentioned this is one of the ones that you're working on. What are some of the things that you've yeah. done from an impulse control perspective? Or what are some of the things that, that have helped you? Oh, good question. Yeah, because I immediately go into action on things. Uh, yeah, so working on it, um, there's a few things I've done. Like um, I won't respond right away to emails. Um, I'll make sure they have my full attention instead of responding while I'm doing other things. Uh, if I'm thinking about buying something, especially a big thing, I have to I have to wait. Um, I I can't buy it right away. I have to wait. So it depends on the. I, I've actually set different timeframes around it. Like I have to wait a week, or it has to go on the wish list for you know a month. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I've developed little things like that. Yeah, just to help around those areas. I, I, I love that one, but. Uh, and I'm so bad with what you just mentioned at the end in the sense of like, the, <laughs> cause, cause, cause we've talked about this before, but the idea of like, we're, we're task oriented. I imagine if you're like me, you want to get things off your list. Uh, yes, and so I, it's obsessive. I'm with you a hundred percent to the point where it like really gets in my way sometimes where it's like, I could have done yes. that a lot better if I had paused and thought about maybe the long-term implications of that. Was I, did I include all the right people <laughs> on that? And so this is something that I struggle with. Uh, and so I love that, that you mentioned that because I think it's so important. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lifelong thing that I've been working on. And I think a lot of people actually, um, yeah, tend more towards the lower side than the higher side of impulse control. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm combining instruments here, but I, but I think this story will be interesting and, and you'll, and you find this 
so Ooh, we have yeah. another assessment tool that we certify people on called the drive. And so this works well with impulse control. One of the drivers is deliberation. And so that's mm. like your careful, thorough consideration of things, making sure that you have all the data. And so uh, I'm a zero. I'm, I do it more than zero <laughs> percent of the population. Zero. Uh, I'd be right there with you. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> my uh, my wife is an 86. And so she's she's good at this. She is the driver for her. She does it. She's probably really high impulse control. Uh, she's really good at it. We're uh, in the middle. So I said wife because we had one. We had a, a 10 person wedding. We're about to do a, a, an, another wedding with a, a bigger wedding. Wow. Uh, and so when you think about the difference in kind of impulse control and deliberation, there's a lot there where I just run and go for it, where it's like, yeah. I need impulse control <laughs> and a little bit more deliberation to slow me down so I can actually do it well. Luckily, she balances me out and does it well, uh, because that can really get in my way sometimes when I just want to get it off my list. When I don't do it to the best of my ability when I'm just there to get it off my list. Yeah. Yeah. My husband balances me out too. He is on the other side of impulse control. So it's important. It's important. <laughs> he helps me out there. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like we complement each other. I help him move forward a little more quickly and he helps me slow down a little bit more. It's important <laughs> to have that balance there. I mean, because too much impulse control, like, can be non-expressive enough. Like, are you actually excited? Are you excited about anything? Like, like, is there any interest yeah. there? Is there any excitement? So you need a little, you don't want it to be too high, especially if we're not managing around that as well. Yes. Well, yeah, it's funny you say that. I mean, I, I'd still like to get into some more impulse control stuff, <laughs> maybe strategies, but for those that are a little more on that side, suggestions like like my husband uh we went and got him a a new lease not too long ago and i'm like why aren't you doing a happy dance you should be doing a happy dance you're getting a new car today do a happy (laughs) dance and so like i actually made him do a happy dance but (laughs) yeah but so helping them maybe be a little more um less impulse yeah and so i think impulse control can can take over sometimes and when it's not balanced I think about the element or component of emotional expression. And so you need some emotional mm-hmm. expression if your impulse control is really high. Like it can be, do you care about anything is what that is. That is what a response to that. Someone with two, are you excited yeah. about anything? What's actually going to get you? If our impulse control is too high, it's like there is some point of it's too much of a good thing can be a bad thing with impulse control and that you're always kind of pausing and it's like, I need to see some emotion from you. Please express those emotions so I know that you actually care about this. Um, and so that would yeah. be my biggest push to someone who's really strong in an element that's really important, but we don't want to overdo it in that. Like, make sure that you're also, whether you're pausing and then doing it, you're going to need to show some emotion, some emotional expression so that you can uh, connect and, and build those relationships, which we've talked yeah. about um, before. Yeah. Last episode interpersonal exactly. relationships. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So back to maybe some suggestions for those that are a little low on the impulse scale. Any other strategies so that I you like have for to, us? So the pausing around the emails, we both mentioned that it's really important. Thinking about long-term implications. So in the sense of, am I going Ooh. to do this really quickly and just go, but what's the long-term implications? Is that person going to be like, wow, Harris really doesn't care about this because he responded with one sentence when I wrote it three-page uh, three email about this. It's like, ah, he might uh-huh. think negatively about that. So that's a big one. I think keeping uh, a journal around what are things you tend to be very impulsive about, 
you mentioned around purchases. Are there certain mm-hmm. things that I just can't resist and I just go for it? And so how can I be, these are things that when something comes up on my uh, Facebook feed or Instagram feed, like I tend to go for it. And that can be, that can be dangerous sometimes. <laughs> We've all been there before. They know what, they know uh-huh. what we want. So it's, uh, they are oh, so they smart. know, don't um, they? <laughs> so that, that can be important. Uh, I think a really good one, and this is, we are all, we all get these emails that really frustrate us and, and anger us. And so when we can notice those feelings, when we can notice our heart pounding, we're starting to sweat, we're starting to get, we can feel the anger before we respond, take a walk or get up. Just do not yeah. respond in that type of moment because nothing good is going to come from that, in my opinion. And so how are we being intentional about stopping and stepping away when we can notice our emotions getting high in a negative way and we're going to respond and possibly regret what we're about to say? Yeah. Man, I would even say that works well for in person. Like, whoa, okay, I need to, I'm going to take a quick walk here. I'll be back. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, that's so true. It's not, and yeah. that's a great point. It's not just when we get the email, but it's like someone triggers you and there's a lot of things that trigger us. In the, I mean, it's time to be triggered, I think, right now. A lot of things that are triggering yeah. instead of shouting out and, and giving everything you got right there. It's like, is this the best version of me that I want to show up right now? And so what mm. can I do? to pause and make sure I'm bringing out the best version of myself. When we're low on impulse control and we're not doing it, it's a, it's autopilot. It's like reaction, frustration, yelling. It's like that doesn't yeah. help anybody at all. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I didn't even I didn't even make this connection before between impulse control and this. But uh, one of the things I teach in classes um, is when we get emotionally triggered, right? We're not in that rational, logical part of our brain, the neocortex. We're more in that mammalian lizard kind of part mm-hmm. of the brain, and we need to pause until we can get back into that rational, logical part of our brain. But I've been doing that for like feedback and. Um, you're just being emotionally triggered in the workplace. I did not even relate that to impulse control. So I have that connection now. I, I Thank love you. that. I love that. And what, what, are you, what are some of your favorite strategies, uh, Chris, for that, that you teach or that you work on from an impulse control mm. perspective? Well, gosh, now that that's opened up a whole nother thing for me, <laughs> the pause, right? The, the going for a walk, the um, uh, saying, excusing yourself, right? And saying, you know, you give me a lot to think about. I'll, I'll be back <laughs> to discuss it later um, while not laughing maniacally like I just did. But no, I get <laughs> it. Just, yeah, just the pause. Yeah. Just to get back into that rational, logical part yeah, of your brain. I, I love that. The other one that yeah. I hear come up sometimes is I'll work with people, especially who are very others focused, not as good in assertiveness, is that like any time a special project, a, 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 a stretch opportunity comes, they just go for it. And it's like, well, yeah. hold our, hold your horses before going after that. Can we make sure that you're going to be able to do it to the best of your ability before going after it? Um, I've heard a lot. Oh, wow. Now I'm stretched too thin and I'm overwhelmed and everything that I do suffers, but I just want to yeah. go, 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 especially for people with high self-actualization. I'll just take on the new thing. I mean, I, this is me too. I, I'm, let me not just say people, this is yeah. me also. I, I live and breathe this. Yep. It's how am I pausing before <laughs> making sure that what I'm taking on is in line with what I want to accomplish and what's important to me versus just going, going, going after the next thing. Yeah. Uh, so maybe what I'm also hearing is instead of immediately saying yes, say, let me think about it or 
I'll get back to you. So like retraining your initial response so that you do have Perfect time example. to pause. Spot on. Yeah. Hey, like, I like if you're that. constantly a person who just says <laughs> yes, yes, yes all the time. And sometimes you regret that. How can you say, yeah, let me, let me think about that for a little <laughs> bit. I'll get back to you, but I'm in our conversation. And I'm kind of focused on that, but let me kind of take a step back and make sure that uh, I can be the president of the PTA or, or I can lead this focus group or I can lead what <laughs> before I just immediately decide and my emotions are high and I'm very over. And so that's a great, I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And cause you know what? We could also be, um, wow. See, you're opening up so much more for me. We can also be, uh, emotionally triggered with positive emotions, right? We could be feeling so good and connected and we're so happy that we're like, yes, sure. No problem. And wait, no, <laughs> let me think about for it. For sure. It's not just a, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point in the differentiation because the being over triggered with positive, that's when it kind of gets in our way is like, oh, I'm doing too much and I'm stretched. Yeah. And now I don't have enough yeah. time to do what's really important to me because we really connected. I wanted to do that thing and here we are. And so it's a great, yeah. great point. How, how did I get on 10 committees? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm here. So bringing all of this together, I'm hearing several things. So one, we need to work on that self-actualization to set our goals and decide what we want to do, being intentional and in how we show up. Um, will help us move forward with impulse control because we're constantly thinking of our why in the big picture, the long range is what mm -hmm. you said, right? And then looking at um, finding our triggers and making sure that we pause, coming up with different strategies that work for us on pausing for whatever triggers those are. Uh, maybe it's Amazon, maybe it's Facebook, <laughs> maybe it's an email, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's someone feeling connected with someone and they're like, hey, could you get on my committee? Right. Right. So whatever that trigger is, making sure that we find a way to pause, whether it's um, saying I'll think about it or saying I need a minute or whatever strategy works for that trigger. Yeah. I mean, you, you summed it up. Yeah? You summed it up really, really well. Awesome. And, I, and I think it's just, it's an important part of emotional intelligence because, I mean, similar to the it's an intentional like everything about impulse control yeah. is intentional on autopilot. We just react and we just go and we just send that email. Yeah. And we just get frustrated. We just join that committee. It's like. This is all about being intentional and saying, is this behavior that I want other people to, to know me for? Because we get that choice yeah. every time we get that angry email, every time someone shows up and says something that triggers us, we can get into that fight or flight mode. And so what are we doing to make yeah. sure that we are showing up as the best version of ourselves is exactly where impulse control happens and shows up. And it's something that we can work on. I mean, it's not just something where it's like, oh, I'm impulsive yeah. and I just, I go for everything that, that no, that's not, that's not a, a, a fair answer. It's like, we can yeah. all work on It's yeah, not an excuse. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest. I work with a lot of leaders who are low impulse control and they'll say mm. that I'm, I'm successful because I'm low impulse control. And then sometimes you got to push back and say, it might serve you in a lot of ways. And I'd argue that there are times when it's getting in your way. When, when being, when just yeah. going after, when just sending that theme, there are times when it's getting in your way. And so we need to make sure that we're also building this muscle of impulse control. Yeah. Ooh. And you know, what also uh, came to mind too, is in order to do that, in order to be intentional, we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Cause when we're tired, when we're hangry, uh, when we're just low energy, we don't have the energy to, to be intentional and take that pause. 
so true. I mean, like, <laughs> and that's part of like the journaling and figuring out like what triggers you. It's like, am I triggered yeah. every day at 1130 because I'm just really hungry? And it's like, yeah, I need to become aware of that so that that person that consistently emails me around 1130, I stop sending that real or whatever. <laughs> it's like all of that is important data and information for you to realize. And it starts with yeah. recognizing those, emo- those your emotions. I mean, we're getting into a little bit of emotional yeah. self-awareness, but recognizing those emotions, I feel X. And before I show Y out into the world, how am I going to pause and make sure Y is what I want to show out into the world? And, it, and it's yeah. not easy. I mean, this is not like, to your point, mm-hmm. they don't teach this in school. This isn't something that we're, uh, <laughs> nope. this isn't something that we're just <laughs> built to do, but it is a muscle that we can work on when we start to think about it and realize kind of the consequences in a way of act of our actions when it comes to yeah. low impulse control. Yeah. Wow. Well, well we've covered I a know. lot. I, I love where you just went with, I, <laughs> I, lo- I love that combination of like how impulse control it. And you're talking about a little bit of stress tolerance. And so what are our stress tolerance uh, activities that we yeah. need to work on? Because when we're not doing those, we're going to be more impulsive. We're not going to be as intentional with behaviors. Yeah. And so I love that combination that you just made in regards to taking care of yourself so that you can be better at impulse control. It's all connected. It's all, it's all connected. Absolutely. <laughs> it's all connected for us to be better human beings. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so can you share a little bit about OKA's products and services for our listeners? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking, Chris. So OKA, we have sort of a three-legged stool that we work on. The first is certification. So we do certifications in a number of tools and assessments, the most popular of which is this EQI 2.0 slash EQ360, the one that we're talking about today. Uh, The second leg of the stool is going to be, we'll go into organizations and do workshops around different topics, whether it be emotional intelligence or personality type or motivation and values. And then third is we have support products and coaching that we do around emotional intelligence, around motivation, around personality type. Uh, and those are kind of the three major things that we do at OKA. Nice. The whole package. <laughs> the whole package. <laughs> the whole package. Okay. What is your final piece of advice for our listeners on impulse control? I, I might actually steal what, what you just went with, Chris, at Go the end about it. how important <laughs> it is to take care of ourselves so that mm. we can show up with the right amount of impulse control. Because if we're not taking care of ourselves, it becomes a lot harder to manage and to be effective with impulse control and to pause when we get that angry, when, when we get that email that really just makes us angry, but start to, I think, also recognize those emotions. And so how are we recognizing feeling? Okay, I'm feeling a lot of anger. Before I do something that shows my anger, let me pause and make sure that that's the right action. There might be times when that is what you need to get your point across, but I'd argue Let's just take that pause to make sure this is what I want the world to see. This is, this is the reaction. This is the behavior that I want the world to see before I do it. And we're not going to be perfect at it. Nobody is. We're not going to do it all the time. Yeah. But how can we start to get a little bit better at that is going to make us a, a better overall person. I love it. Pause and proceed with intention. I love that. I really like that. <laughs> there we <That's> go. Awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Harris. Yeah, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. And then just uh, another plug to, to you and all the amazing work that you do. Uh, so anybody that gets the opportunity to, to work with Chris, I know is, is super lucky. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak with you. And thanks so much for your time. Oh, thank you. To learn more about Harris, visit his website at oka-online.com. 
Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit lifeisanescaperoom.com for more information.